0: You're listening to Sam and Phil's Podcast.
1: We hope you're having a wonderful Father's Day weekend. I could not be more excited for our next guest here on the Sam and Phil Podcast. It's my beautiful, wonderful wife, Heather. Uh, Heather, welcome to the podcast. Thank you. Uh, Heather is a... We should give her all the credit uh, for everything, but let's give her the credit for the, the idea for the podcast she started listening to podcasts uh, a little over a year ago, and it. Uh, I was reluctant to get into it. I thought it was an old technology, uh, <laughs> but uh, boy, was I wrong about that, and, and she was uh, right with it there. But let's talk about that podcast uh, and what attracted you to listening to podcasts, which ultimately led to the
0: Salmon Field podcast. <laughs> um, yeah, so yeah, you're right. It was about a year ago. Um, I just had a rough day at work. I didn't feel productive. I went home just feeling pretty crappy, pretty lousy. And I was like, you know what, I need to change something. I need some motivation. And so I went on Spotify and looked and found this podcast. Um, and it's not the most appropriate title. It's called UnF Your Brain. They s- say the real word. But was it that when you found it?
1: Or yeah, was it? Yeah, that's what it was called when was. I found it. So you went back and found when it was just right. uh, when it was for lawyers, right? But uh, you, yeah. you were attracted to the um, <laughs> yes. After yes. your brain. <laughs> and uh, and tell us like how that impacted you. Obviously, it was it was for the good.
0: Absolutely. So the reason I was drawn to it and the reason that I really liked it is number one, I, I like the person who teaches it. She used to be a lawyer and is now like a life coach, and um, the way she explains things just makes sense, and they just click with me. And so it kind of fit in with stuff that I already believed. I already had the belief and I know I probably drove you crazy with it because I'd always say to you when you get frustrated with something, I'd say, you know, if you can't change your circumstances, you change your thoughts about it. And what she teaches is how to change your thoughts and how your thoughts control your feelings. And I mean, so no matter what happens in your life, you can change your thoughts about it and you can change your world and you can be happy.
1: I admire that you are able to make that change from, uh, from one podcast. It takes a mountain of stuff to get me to make that change. And there, uh, it, Some of it was our professional development that we, uh, we talked about in the last uh, podcast where Sam and I went to a conference and it really focused on positive things. And a lot of it was the last 12 months uh, of you uh, telling me about this and, and seeing the impact it has had on your life talk about how uh, like the big biggest change you've seen personally uh through uh this this lifestyle
0: um i'd say probably confidence honestly i feel a lot more confident in my skin i feel um you know i've i mean you knew me way back in high school and i was i was shy i was painfully shy and i think you know as an adult i've come out of that but I think in the last year I'd say I've come out of that a ton more and I mean people I know at work notice it they recognize it I'm able to you know speak up now and you know I have ideas that are good and I'm able to share those and so I think that's a huge huge area that it's helped me
1: and now you've started a new chapter uh, sort of it goes along with it but you're really emphasizing positive thinking pot and and uh energy yes What's that about?
0: So um, a friend of mine at work uh, recommended a book to me. Um, It's called Excuse Me, Your Life is Waiting. And it talks about our energy and how we're made up of energy. And your energy, it vibrates. And whether it's positive energy or negative energy, you're vibrating at, if it's positive, a higher frequency. And negative energy vibrates at a lower frequency. And it has to do with the laws of attraction. And you're going to attract the things in your life that, vibrate at the same frequency. It sounds a little crazy, but at the very minimum, what it's brought me in, and honestly, I read that book just a week ago, and I feel like a huge difference just in the last week, even more than what the last year has given me. Um, Just recognizing when my energy is low, it gives you tips for how to um, take your energy back up to a positive place, and you're just going to attract more positive things in your life when you can keep your energy positive. So a year ago,
1: you find this book. No, well, this podcast. And then there's been other things that have come into it to uh, get you to a good spot. But also, around a year ago, a horrible news. You know, and it, this is a tough weekend for us. You know, with your with your dad being diagnosed with a uh, with cancer that ultimately took him away from us. Do you feel like? And I hate to put you on the spot, but do you feel like this all like Aligned like the you that it was like the universe or, or God, <laughs> like, knew
0: it, it, like, you needed this. It, like, I Absolutely, I have goosebumps. So, you said that I totally do. I do. I don't think that I'd be able to get through the way that I have without it. I think that, um, going through something so traumatic, I mean he was diagnosed on July 5th and we lost him on August 8th. I mean, that was a huge, huge shock that none of us were expecting. And so I think if you're not able to look for the the positives and and really realize that there is a reason that everything happens, I mean, that's something that could absolutely just devastate you. And it's uh,
1: good advice there. And if you're listening and and going through heartache, uh, like look for that stuff there there's uh, support out there but sometimes it just takes time like to and this is a, this is a tough time I I guess uh, you know Father's Day weekend and you know we were talking about this you know like what's what's going through your head right now
0: you know the I mean the first year in general is tough I mean you have you you have to find a new normal and you have every single milestone, Every single birthday, every holiday, every time you have to get together as a family and there's a hole at that table, it's hard. And it's a, just a reminder of, of what you've lost. And this weekend's particularly hard. I mean, this last week, everywhere you look, it's, you know, buy your dad this gift, your dad needs this. And it's just that constant, constant reminder that I don't have a dad to buy a gift for this year. And that's really hard.
1: I know it's a work in progress, but how how have you been able to balance and and I don't think that you necessarily want to just you, you obviously you don't want to you want to feel those emotions mm-hmm. but you also want to be positive mm-hmm. like what has been the the hardest part about balancing the emotions of of your dad and going through the first father's day without him and yet still trying to be positive about life and excited for it
0: yeah it's tricky grief is a tricky thing and it it Sometimes you're great and you'll be great for a while and then sometimes something'll just hit you and the thing that helps me I think is that I know that when the hard feelings hit they're not going to last, you know, they'll be temporary and um you know I read something online that explained grief really well. It explained that when you first experience a loss in your life, if you picture a box with a ball inside of it and on one side there's a button and that ball bounces around in the box and it hits that button that's your grief and every time it hits it when you first have that loss it's constantly pushing against that and you're constantly feeling it and as time goes on the ball gets smaller and so it's still bouncing around inside the box and every once in a while it'll hit that grief button so it's not hitting it as often but when it hits it you still feel it just as strongly as the first time and I thought that was a good analogy to um, to explain that. And so I think the biggest thing for me is that if, you know, something reminds me of him or, you know, whatever it might be and let yourself feel it and let yourself go through it because that's how you process it and get through it. And if you, um, allow yourself to feel those emotions and and allow yourself to feel sad and just know that, you know, it, it will pass. And then, you know, you can look at the happy things. I mean, my siblings and my mom and I, are constantly, you know, looking for the the happy things that remind us of, you know, of our dad, and um, and that helps too to ease the hurt. So there,
1: you can have a balance there. And uh, let's talk about uh, the latest book that you you've stolen, <laughs> <laughs> the Happiness Advantage. Yes, uh, you've been reading that book. Uh, that's Sam and I are reading that book as well. Uh, what are some things that
0: you've learned from that from the book? Um, it's amazing. It's fascinating. Just the power of the human mind. I mean, it's uh, the basis of the book is that, you know, in in society, we often think that um, happiness comes from success. When reality, we all have it backwards and happiness is what causes success. It creates success. And it talks about in the book, how when you're happier, your mind works better. You um, can be more creative. You can problem solve better. And it's across happy. all fields. Absolutely. Like
1: doctors, surgeons, mm-hmm. you know, whatever. Yeah,
0: they gave an example in the book that I found fascinating. They took a group of, of doctors and they had them read through a case study to, um, to diagnose a patient. And they had three groups, and one group was neutral, they were the control group. One group was just given medical information to read through ahead of time, and the third group was given something that made them happy right before they did this study. And in all th- across the three groups, the group that was given something happy right before diagnosed the case quicker without having to read as much, they, um, they just got it spot on. And it's because they were happy that it opened up those pathways in their brain for them to be more um, aware and, you know, have better problem-solving skills. And the thing they gave them to be happy was a piece of candy. It was that simple. They didn't even get to eat it. They just were given a piece of candy. It made them happy. It was just that little switch. Triggered and, an emotion. There. Yeah, exactly. And it's, I 100% believe that.
1: And it, it goes back to a kind of a new science that it, that our brains, there's the elasticity, or they're not set. You know, there, was the conventional wisdom is that we we just that's just how we are. But they, the, one thing that I, I thought was really cool is that they looked at uh, taxi cab drivers in in England, and they were all, they all had a, a certain uh, the way their brain processed was uh, was unique, and it was able to handle like directions better and, and stuff like that. And they like, there's no way that they were that all these people were just born and ended up in that profession. Right, And so there's real uh, science that we're just finding out now that shows that you can you can train your mind and you can mm-hmm. control that. And I think that's the main uh, purpose of the happiness advantage is to help you manipulate that.
0: Absolutely. And
1: you're excited to bring this to
0: your, your work. Oh, 100%. Yeah. And why is that? Uh, so I work in a sales environment, um, and which can be tricky. I mean, if you've ever worked with salespeople before, you know that the sales game is definitely a game of, of highs and lows and it's easy to get frustrated if you're having a, a you know a low pit a low struggle as far as not hitting numbers and stuff like that and it it talks about how um and one thing we struggle within the environment we work in is that a lot of people you know if they're having that rough patch they they don't want to come to work or if they do come to work they just struggle because their mindset's wrong their attitude's wrong and so They're already in that low place, which is going to impact their sales going forward. And so I think it's something that um, knowing just how simple, just a little bit of happiness, how far it can go. Um, I mean, and we already do try to have fun, but we do focus a lot on numbers and things like that. And so I think that um, if, you know... I, I would love to make it required reading for every manager in my building and we'll see if that happens, but I think they can learn so much from it and how to help their employees and to be more engaged and to be more excited to come to work. And if they're happier, they're going to make more sales. They're going to make more money. They're going to stay. I mean, it, it's just good all around. I mean, you don't have as much absenteeism. You don't have as much attrition. It's, it's just better all around. I think it would go a long way in our environment.
1: All right. Uh, Any last advice to our listeners on uh, developing that positive
0: mindset? You know, the biggest thing that helped me was if you find yourself getting stressed or frustrated, you just have to find something. And it doesn't matter what it is. It could be, you know, pictures of your dog. It could be looking forward to a trip. It doesn't matter what it is. You find something.
1: It could be your super hunky husband. It
0: could be my super hunky husband. (laughs) (laughs) Whatever it is, you find something that is your flip switch that when you're going to a negative space that you you think of that and you don't just think of that you feel it you feel what it f- would feel like to be on that vacation or how it feels to get that hug from your husband or whatever it is that can make you get your energy back up into a positive space and then you can do wonders from there so awesome
1: Well, good stuff. It was awesome having you on our uh, podcast. Glad to bring you back. Absolutely. uh, Yeah, we're going to wrap it up, but uh, we appreciate all of our listeners who are listening on the multiple platforms that are available. And I guess we'll see you next time on the Sam and Phil podcast.